for tuning into This Isn't Important. I'm Mel. And I'm Jen. And we're here to talk about all things light and random. From embarrassing moments and relationships to our most that came out of nowhere thoughts. Even though this isn't important, you should still listen anyway. Get ready to talk about all things unimportant. Let's get started. I'm just going to be abrupt and get into this. Um, I locked myself out of my apartment again. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you did. (laughs) And I would say it's the third time in six months. I'm pretty sure it is. My parents have had to save me every single time. And yeah. Each time it happens, I think this is the last time this is Mm going to happen. There is no way I will lock myself out of my apartment again because it is my own fault because I lock the door when I'm on the inside of the apartment so I don't Mm -hmm. have to waste time locking it with the key when I'm on the outside. And that is a terrible idea. Mm -hmm. It is a terrible idea. So I've stopped cold turkey. I did. I did stop for a while. I, after my last, uh, my last lockout, I did mm-hmm. stop doing that for a while. And then I got lazy and started doing it again, but I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Okay. Last time it was like nine 30 at night. It was raining. I was in my pajamas. I had <laughs> Riley. I had to call my dad and say, dad, can you bring me my spare key? And, you know, he was like already in his pajamas, watching mm-hmm. TV, eating his ice cream, doing the evening, mm-hmm. evening routine. And I think he was annoyed, but he was very nice when he came to drop off the key. And I said, thank you so much, dad. I appreciate it. And he was like, oh, no problem. No problem. No problem. But I know that my mom and dad were secretly like, this is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. She locked herself out of her Mm -hmm. apartment yet again. Well, I am famous for running out of gas. I do it a lot. I haven't done it in a little while, but it got to the point that my husband refused to come and save me anymore. Yeah. So I had to call my dad. Yeah. That's what I think my parents are going to start doing. And so I've thought about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a coworker who lives in my building in, mm-hmm. in my complex, and she has agreed <laughs> to have a spare key. <laughs> well, thank goodness you have a backup plan. <laughs> and luckily she is a family friend for a long time. So mm-hmm. I feel comfortable giving her a key, but mm-hmm. she was like, why don't you just give me your spare key and you can walk over yeah. It was very stressful when it happened. And at the time that it happened, I was feeling sick and I had all of the COVID symptoms. And Mm -hmm. so I was paranoid that I had COVID and I was, Mm -hmm. I was waiting on scheduling my COVID test. Like I couldn't get a COVID test yet. Like it wasn't for like three more days. And so I wouldn't have been able to go over because I was like, oh, maybe I should, maybe I should just go over to her apartment because it's raining and see if I can like sit in her living room. And I was like, 
crap. I could have COVID. Right. And I'm locked out here. I can't do that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it was really stressful, but I think I'm going to go to the store, make a spare key and give it to my coworker slash neighbor. Yeah, well, I'm not doing that because that would be embarrassing. Although I just announced on this podcast that I am known for running out of gas. (laughs) That is that's embarrassing, Jen. That is. I've done it a lot. That's really embarrassing. I've done it in in Maine. (laughs) Oh, really? I've done it in bad areas with my kids in the back of the car. What do you do? You call your husband. He Mm -hmm. gets a gas thing yep. tank and fills it up with gas yep. and then yep. comes and puts a gallon yep. in and he gets really mad <laughs> and yells really loud oh my gosh or there's the opposite he says nothing that's oh, worse that is worse mm-hmm. that is worse he says nothing yeah stuff like that i feel like i'm a real dummy sometimes like sometimes i think life is going really well like i'm adulting the right way but then I get locked out of my apartment and I'm like you know what we all make mistakes you know sometimes I can't be perfect 100% of the time I just like to you know ride on E a lot but I haven't done it in a little while you like the danger well no (laughs) I don't know well I have a newer car now and sometimes I drive my husband's car so we can't be doing that kind of stuff in those cars so, yeah, yeah, no we have to be, it's time to be a big girl. And now that my oldest is driving, he is constantly reminding me that I have to put gas in my car. So, well, that's very nice of him. No, it's not. Or snarky. It's snarky. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, on Saturday, I, uh, I let Joe take my car. He was having car trouble. So I let Joe take my car for a few hours and Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just going to live my best life. I'm going to watch real housewives in New York. I'm just going to like hang out with my dog. Mm -hmm. And then I'm watching real housewives on the couch in my pajamas. And I think, doesn't Riley have a vet appointment sometime? <laughs> and then I realized, oh my gosh, it's today. And I look up the time and his vet appointment is in like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And I've had this scheduled forever. And so once again, mom, I call my mom mm-hmm. <laughs> to save me. Mm-hmm. And I felt so stupid because here I've been, I've known about this appointment. Okay. Like I was, I was prepared. And then Joe asked, you know, oh, can I use your car since I'm having car trouble? And I was like, yeah, like I'm the world's best girlfriend. I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. And then my poor mother had to pick me up and I had to go back to her house and then take Mm -hmm. the car. And let me tell you about this appointment. So they're still doing COVID appointments at the vet where you don't go inside to the vet. They come out to your car, take the dog. Mm-hmm. I actually like it better because yeah. it's so fast. Mm-hmm. It is so fast. Um, I feel like Riley Riley's literally in there for like 10 minutes, mm-hmm. but it was $400. Whoa. It was almost $400 and all he got was shots oh. and he wasn't, he wasn't behind on any shots. Okay. So he was behind on like one or two one. shots, but mm-hmm. they didn't matter. I double checked because I felt like a horrible dog mom. <laughs> but yes, 
just getting shots. It was $400. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it's probably like a hundred dollars for him to see the doctor for them Mm -hmm. just to look at him and be like, touch his like belly and be like, he looks good to me. Yeah. He was literally in there for 10 minutes. (laughs) I was so annoyed a couple days before I went and I got him groomed. That was Mm -hmm. almost a hundred dollars. I spent almost $500 on my 17 pound dog in a week. He only costs, (laughs) he only costs $500. (laughs) I could have gotten a whole nother dog. You could have gotten, you could have two. I know. (laughs) Like, what the heck? I don't know. Having animals is expensive. It really is. And, you know, my parents told me, like, having a dog is expensive. Mm -hmm. You have to pay their vet bills and food and grooming for my kind of dog. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whatever, like I can pay, you know, $14.99 for some dog food. And every once in a while he can go to the vet and I'll pay for his, Mm -hmm. you know, vaccines. I didn't realize how expensive they were Yeah, until I actually got a dog. Right. I was thinking I would be, I was like, I was actually dreading going to the vet, taking him to the vet because I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be like $150 (laughs) until it was 400 (laughs) until it was almost 400. (laughs) I would have died. I feel like I would have been like, take one of those shots back out of them. (laughs) I know. I feel like I got scammed. (laughs) You should do like my aunt does when she takes her dogs to the vet. She's like, this is how much money I have. If it's anything more than this, you have to ask me first. They did ask me first. Here's the deal. They they did ask me. They were nice. (laughs) They were nice. They asked me and I asked, how much is that going to cost? Mm -hmm. And they said, oh, it's only an additional $30 each. Uh And so I was like, oh, I thought it was only two shots extra. And I was like, $60. Okay, I'll do that. They weren't extra shots he was gonna have to get them next month anyway and i just right. want to come back yeah. and put him through that again um, and have to pay the visit fee yeah but apparently i was uh completely delirious about the price uh so yeah uh, yeah four hundred dollars four hundred dollars yeah lovely all right so since i'm done complaining um do you want to talk about bad date stories yes tonight's podcast is about dating nightmares and I've got some good ones. Okay. (laughs) I think you should start, start us off, start us off. Okay. Well, okay. So I, I, we've already told the story about how I got asked out when I worked in the drive-thru a whole lot when I worked at the bank and I did that. Brag, brag, brag. You were the hottest drive-thru. No, I wasn't because they asked everybody out. (laughs) No, they didn't. Yes, they did. (laughs) And I, that's part of what story I have to tell. But anyway, okay. okay. so I was working in the drive-thru and a guy asked me out and he was pretty cute. So I figured, okay, I'll give him my number. So I did. And we kind of talked a little bit and we went out on a date. It was good. It was fun. We had a good time and we were kind of like seeing each other off and on for like a month or so. And then one night I was working the drive-thru on a Friday night and Friday night the drive-thrus were always really busy because everybody was still being paid by check at that time not so much direct deposit so I'm working away and this woman pulls up to the drive up and she says are you Jen and I'm like 
Yes. She says, oh, well, I'm a friend of so-and-so's that you're dating. And I'm like, oh, hi, how are you? It's nice to meet you. I'm like, and who are you? And she yells, I'm the one he loves and drives away. <laughs> and at the time when you worked in the drive-thru, like the inside of the bridge, there were a lot of tellers in there. It isn't like what it is now. And it was really loud. It was like a loudspeaker loud. Like everyone in the branch heard it. To the point that all the tellers were coming over to me asking me if I was okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then he starts calling me at work. And the manager on duty was like, are you sure you want to take that call? Oh, my gosh. How embarrassing. Yeah. And I was stupid enough to continue to date him for probably another year after yeah. that. And then when we broke up, he went back to her. That is so crazy. That, that but awful? that's like... That's crazy ex-girlfriend status. Like, yeah, I, I had a, um, an ex-boyfriend who his ex-girlfriend, she like created like a Twitter or I think it was just her regular Twitter account and she uh -huh. used it to bash me and call me terrible names and all of this stuff. And I never even talked to her before. And I remember being very confused at the whole situation, uh -huh. but that girl who went through the drive-thru who yelled, mm -hmm. I'm the one he loves. She was having a crazy moment. Like, not she, like a mean girl moment. Like, she, yeah. that was crazy. Well, he had told me he had dated this person, but I didn't really think anything of it. I was shocked that it was her that came up in the drive-thru. I thought it was like his sister or, you know, one of his co-workers oh or something like that. I had no idea that it was an ex-girlfriend. The one I, right before me. Did you ever see her again? No. I wonder. So she must be like in her 40s and totally embarrassed now. No, that that she happened. was older, actually. What? Was older woman that he was dating and she had kids. And um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then he decided that he wanted to date her, but still would occasionally call me why i have no idea but yeah it was really weird was oh my really gosh weird. yeah because i would think that that to her you know we all have like those moments where we're like oh my gosh i was so embarrassing i can't mm -hmm. believe i did that or said that like i remember when i was in college me and my boyfriend at the time we got in a big argument um on campus um like about to leave school and mm -hmm. we were like on the verge of breaking up and we were yelling at each other and I was like running away trying to cross the street and there were like all these cars <laughs> and mm -hmm. I was crying and oh, I was gosh. like you don't love me you don't treat me well and then I went to run across the street but I was wearing flip-flops and then I lost my shoe in the middle of the road. And then <laughs> I was trying to be dramatic and, you know, make a sexy exit, mm -hmm. <laughs> but it wasn't. And then I yeah. had to stop traffic and go back get in your the road shoe. and get my shoe. <laughs> and I remember the guy driving behind the car. He just started laughing. He was like sitting in his car laughing. And I was like, mm -hmm. thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, I'm sorry for making a fool out of myself in the middle of the road. That was so dumb. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that I have a, one more. He clearly was a a a great. He was a real guy. winner. Yeah. He was a real. I dated a lot of real winners. All right. What's your next and one? There's another. This is another drive-through. Um, oh, one. great. 
So this guy asked me out in the drive-thru and he was cute. And I thought, why not? So we went out on a date and we're sitting there and we had had dinner and we had stopped and gotten friendlies and we were eating some ice cream in his car and just like chatting away. And then he kept saying all this like really weird stuff. Like, I don't mind telling people what they want to hear, even if it's a lie and stuff Ah. like that. And I didn't really think much of it at the time. But after he dropped me off, I, you know, you, how you like replay the date in your brain. Yeah. I'm like, this is a red flag. This is a red flag. And then he was like calling, trying to like set up another date. And I was not returning his phone call. And then he shows up. <laughs> no. Yeah. So then he, he comes up to the drive through again, but I was working at that time. There were two of us working all the time. So I could see his car coming across the parking lot. So I went and hid in the bathroom. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And he went up to the drive-thru and asked for me. And they said, oh, she had to go. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And did you ever talk to him again? Nope. Oh, my gosh. You ghosted him. I did. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. If you're going to say stupid crap like that, you kind of deserve it. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) I'm trying to think if I've ever ghosted a guy I have a couple times oh you know who I ghosted remember there was this really cute guy who worked at the liquor store nearby and Uh we were having really really great conversation Uh and I decided to be super confident Uh and give him my number Uh and then he like texted me and I was so excited and then we exchanged Instagram handles Uh and his whole Instagram was uh, pictures that he drew. They were drawings of skulls and naked women. And so yeah, that's a no. <laughs> that's a so- that's a red flag. And I haven't you should gone make to a that list of the store. red flags. That's a red flag. Ex girlfriends coming up to see what you look like in the drive up. Red flag. Telling you that they will lie to you. Red flag. Yeah. Skulls and naked women drawings. Red flag. <laughs> Yeah, that was I was so sad because I was being so confident and mm-hmm. cool and giving him my number and he was so cute. And then I was yeah. like, I've made a huge mistake. Yes. Oh, vision. <laughs> back up, back up. <laughs> I think. OK, so I think my worst date was luckily I haven't had a lot of bad dates. I've Most had a lot. I've gone on a. <laughs> I've gone on a lot of dates, mm-hmm. but they were all just like good or they were, mm-hmm. eh, you know, it, it I've had nice. bad ones. So my worst date was when I was younger, I went, this guy asked me out. He was a friend of a friend. He was like a couple years older than me. He was cute. So I agreed to go out. He was texting me. Um, while I was on vacation, asking me to go out. And then I agreed to go right when I got back from vacation. Mm-hmm. He said, where do you want to go? And I was like, we can just meet up somewhere like casual, like for a coffee or something mm-hmm. or like quick lunch or, you know, yeah, a smoothie a or something. Thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the first time. Cause I didn't know him at all. Right. And And he was like, cool. And he lived in my town and everything, or at least I think he was home from college. And I said, why don't we just meet at Panera and like Mm -hmm. get a coffee? Mm -hmm. And he was like, 
um no and I was like oh not a fan of Panera and he he says that's a girl place oh (laughs) and like it is kind of a girl place but like why can't he go like he can't get a coffee a smoothie a sandwich at Panera. Why is Panera a girl place? I guess I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. You don't think it's a girl place? No. I kind of think it is like bread. I see and guys soup. there all the time. Yeah, they like they work coffee. on their laptop. They get yeah. a muffin. It's like a Starbucks. There's tons of people in there with a laptop with headphones on. Right. Using their free Wi-Fi. Right. Exactly. So anyway, so he refused to go to Panera. And I was Mm -hmm. like, all right, fine. So I picked another casual place, this Mexican restaurant. Mm -hmm. We go. The whole conversation is so cringy. Oh, my gosh. He was taught. I was like really, really good in school. Mm -hmm. I was like super nerdy, really good grades. Mm -hmm. And he was basically like making fun of nerdy people, like smart people. Oh, he was bragging about how he flunked out of college Mm -hmm. and he had to go to a different college because he flunked out of the one he was at. And then he asked me, so like, what's your GPA? And it was a (laughs) 4.0. But uh-huh. I like didn't want to be like you that. didn't want to tell him that. But I also like wanted to brag. Right. And like kind of wanted to make him look dumb because mm-hmm. like, why would you brag about? Why would you brag about flunking out of college? And he was like, he partied too hard, just flunked out. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy is like he's loser like loser city. Yeah. He was like arrogant. Mm-hmm. And then the icing on the cake was he was talking to me. He was like, oh, do you drink? Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if this was before I was 21 or after 21, mm-hmm. but he was drinking age and he proceeded to tell me about how he is the best drunk driver oh. he's ever met. And he said last night he went out to the bar nearby with his buddies and he had nine beers and he drove home no problem. No comment on that. There are a lot of red flags in there, guys. A lot of red flags. I was like, are you kidding me? And mm-hmm. I remember being like, that's so bad. You should mm-hmm. not do that. That's so dangerous. And he's like, no, trust me. Like, if we ever went out drinking, I'd be like, you'd be I'm not getting said, that car with you. He said, <laughs> you'd be in good hands. Like, I'm the best. I'm the best <laughs> yeah, drunk right. driver. Okay. Yeah, sure. And then at the end of this cringy date, the waiter comes and puts the check like in the middle of the table. And I'm mm-hmm. like trying to wait for him to take it. And he doesn't. And I'm getting ready to go. But we have to pay the check. Right. And I like start slowly going <laughs> for to the pick check it up. Uh-huh. to pick it up, like hoping that he was going to pick it up. And I. I pick it up and I looked at him and he didn't say anything. And so I said, um, do you do you want to split it? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, yeah, great. And then we split it. And you know how much my meal cost? Six dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it was cheaper than Panera. It was. It $6. was dollars. And he, he wouldn't pay. It was 
such a terrible date. Mm-hmm. I remember getting back into my car, calling my friend who knew him. And I was like, mm-hmm. you'll never believe this date that I just went on. She called her husband, who's his best friend. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, my gosh, this is so terrible. I can't believe he was like that. Mm-hmm. We set up. He, she was like, please just give him another chance. He feels oh, so bad. No. He feels so bad. So then we set up like a casual double date where we went out mm-hmm. for like Italian ices or ice cream or something like that. All four of us, her husband, her, me and this guy. Mm-hmm. And he didn't talk to me the entire time. And after that, I was like, yeah, sorry, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm out of here. And then a yeah. couple months later, he messaged me on Facebook and he said, one day you're going to wake up and realize that I was the guy for you, Melanie. (laughs) And he sent me this long, (laughs) long text at like 12 in the afternoon. And I remember like being like, I don't think I responded, but Mm -hmm. let me tell you, I've never woken up and realized that that was the guy for me. So yeah. You haven't changed your mind. I guess it worked out in the end. <laughs> I guess it was. That was very good. You gave yeah. it two tries. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I ran into him a couple of years later and he was dating this girlfriend, a new girlfriend. And I was like, oh, you know, I, I hear you're with what's her face. That's so great. And I was like really nice, nice to him. And he was like, no, no, we're not together. And I was like. Oh, because like on social media, they were together all the time and people are like commenting hard. You guys are the cutest. And he's like, no, no, no. I would never let like a girl like hold me down like that. What? (laughs) And I was like, oh, well, it was great talking to you. Bye. Yeah. Ciao. (laughs) Nice seeing you, bud. Uh, Move it on. Move it on. So have you ever had a secret admirer? (sighs) No, don't rub it in. I have. (laughs) I have. <laughs> Hence okay. the next bad dating story. Great. I love it. <laughs> okay. So on Valent, this is me again, working at the bank. However, this did not happen at the drive-thru. I was working inside and someone brought in these flowers and they gave them to me and they said, they're from my secret admirer. And there was this little note and um, I don't remember what it said. Was the it the guy number. who gave you the flowers? No. It was somebody he worked with, I think, and or oh. a friend. I don't know. So then I like call the number and we kind of start talking and we decided to set up a lunch date. I was like, okay, we can do a lunch date. I don't even know what you look like or anything, but he seemed nice enough on the phone. So anyway, we had worked um, until like noon at the bank and then we come out and he's out there in his car and I go out and get and I look at him and I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know about <laughs> this, but. I already said that I'm going to do it. So I will. So I did. And we went, we went to lunch and he drove me home. And then later that night, my, um, nothing really bad happened, but he wasn't really a great conversationalist. Right. And he wasn't like funny or anything like that. It was mostly me making the conversation. And I normally like to have a date where it's a little bit of back and forth banter and some yeah, funniness yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Cause I'm just like, I'm a person that likes to laugh and be funny. Right. So anyway, we get back and I was like, okay, well I did it and I'm going to move on. And then my manager from the bank calls me to make sure that I got home. Okay. After my date. <laughs> and she's like, so how'd it go? And I'm like, Oh, you know, 
it wasn't that great, but I did it. She says, yeah, I saw when I saw him, I thought, should I tell her that she has something else to do inside the bank and try and get her out of this? Oh my god! <laughs> because gosh. she said, she's like, he's not for you. And I'm like, Aww. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. One, one time I was on a date with this guy and let me tell you the guy, I have fond memories of him. It didn't mm-hmm. work out because I just really wasn't into him at all, mm-hmm. but he was so nice, so mm-hmm. cute, so mm-hmm. successful. Really? It should have worked out, but it didn't. Yeah. yeah. But I was on a first date with him mm-hmm. and we went to dinner and then he took me to the movies and it was, it was so cute. He like opened my door. He was dressed mm-hmm. really cute, paid, you know, did all the gentlemanly things. We sit down for the movie and he gets a text message and he's like, oh, oh, my gosh. And I said, what? And he was like, I, I, I'm sorry. Hold on. And he leaves and he comes back like in the previews. And he was like, I'm so sorry. I just found out my friend died. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm so sorry. Let's go. And I like start you know, getting my stuff together. And he's like, no, no, we're not, we're not going to leave. But he was like in shock, I think. Right. And I was like, let's, let's go. It's fine. And he was like, I promised you that I was going to take you to dinner in a movie and we're going to see this movie. I'm going to, I'm going to take you to the movies. And I was like, okay, no, really? Mm -hmm. Like, we can leave. It's okay. I really understand. We can come to the movies another time. And he was like, no, no, we're gonna, we're gonna see this movie. And so Mm -hmm. then we watched the movie and for an hour and a half, he was like getting text messages and he looked all like blowing up. Yeah. And then he like left the movie and then came back and everything. And I can tell he was like really upset. And I kept Mm -hmm. saying like, we can leave. It's totally fine. Ugh. Anyway, it was so. That's it was, painful. It was so painful. That is just painful. He was so nice, though. Mm-hmm. And then I went a- on a couple more dates with him. Yeah, there were there were a couple guys that were really really nice, and it just wasn't. It just wasn't for me. I don't know why. There's no excuses to why that it didn't work out. Right. That's what I. That's what I think about. It just didn't. It just yeah. didn't. I just I, I can't even I can't explain it. it. Yeah, I can't explain it. But I have saved my best, best, best story for last. Great. I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait. Tell me. OK, so this is not a drive through story. This okay. is from a different time. So for some reason, I was really good at meeting people when I was working. So anyway, I met this guy when I was working at this other job and we had kind of been chatting off and on for a little while and sort of flirty, you know? Yeah. And then he finally asked me out and I figured, well, not really asked me out. We kind of like met up for a drink kind of type thing. So we met at this local spot and we're just sitting there up at the bar and we're just, we had just ordered our drinks and we're talking and the conversation's coming through really nicely and we're getting along really nice. And out of nowhere, someone comes up behind him and slaps him across the back of his head. No way. This is fake. No, this is for real. <laughs> this really happened. And 
I got a very short glimpse of her uh, that she had like long, curly, dark hair. And she had on like what looked like a sleep shirt and sweatpants and flip flops. And then she went out the door of the bar and the entire bar has now gotten quiet, by the way. Everyone is looking. Oh, my gosh. This is the worst date ever. He turns. Yeah, it was real bad. This is the I don't know. It's, you know. Spilling the ice all over me was pretty yeah, that, bad also. Yeah, that was bad. But yeah, this is up there. So he turns to me and says, oh, okay, well, I need to go outside and see what's going on with this. I said, okay, you do that. So he leaves. I'm still sitting there. Everyone is still looking at me like uh... I'm I'm a humongous host slut chick. <sighs> like he... He's the cheating other on his wife. I'm the other woman. <laughs> like he's cheating on his wife with me. But anyway, so, yeah, I'm the mistress that he met at the local bar drinking a beer at the end. So anyway, <laughs> the bartender comes over and he's like, oh, you know, I just wanted to check to see if you're OK. I said, yeah, I'm fine. He says, well, you know, you don't see that every day. I said, I know. Would you mind bringing me the check? I think I'm ready to go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So what happened? I paid the check. And oh my gosh. Well, first off, I couldn't wait to get the hell out of there. Right. Yeah. I was humiliated. Right. And that's a place that I would go to a lot. So it was humiliating. Yeah. I don't even remember if there was anybody there. I know. I don't think so. But anyway, and I go out to go to my car in the parking lot. Some he comes over to me from out of somewhere and he's like, um, well, I apologize. That's my ex-girlfriend who is clearly looking for me and found to me here. And I said, well, you know what? I think you need to go deal with that. I got to go. And right, I left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he kept calling me, asking me if he could make it up to me and take me out to dinner another time. And I was like, no, I think I've had enough. Thank do you, you really <laughs> think it was an ex-girlfriend or do you think it was a current girlfriend? Who, what ex-girlfriend? I don't, well, it's, it could be a, what is it with the psycho ex-girlfriends? I mean, the one in the drive up and now this girl making a humongous public scene in the middle of a bar. Why was she driving around like looking for his car to figure out where he was? Right. Clearly, clearly. It, was, it was clearly a very recently departed relationship at best. That's giving him at best. What's so I'm great thinking, about these guys that you were dating? They that weren't. These, that's that the part. Girls. I like... was uh, the queen of dating losers there for quite a while. I was very good at it. And then the nice guys who would take me out on dates and I'd have a good time with, I would be like, oh, no, you're not for me. Blah, 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 blah. But then these losers were the ones that I always ended up hanging on with or going out on a date with or whatever. And then it, I'd figure out that they were a loser and then move on. But, you know, how about how about when I was talking to a guy, I was like dating him and talking mm-hmm. and um, he was asking me, like, how my day was. Mm-hmm. And um, he he said, what did you do? I said, oh, you know, I just went like shopping for jeans. And he was like, did you find anything? And I said, no, I, I find it like hard to shop for jeans. And he mm-hmm. said, yeah, it's because your thighs are so big big and your body isn't really proportionate with your waist (laughs) what in the world like excuse me and he would have been like he didn't think that there was anything wrong with saying that 
I remember telling well, my coworkers and then being like, you've got to be kidding me. That's why he's single because he says <laughs> stupid stuff like that and has exactly. no filter. No, but when I was, um, when I was thinking about bad date stories to mm-hmm. add to this list, for one, Joe was asking what the podcast was about. And I oh, said, oh, gosh. It's, about bad, it's about bad dates. And he was like, mm-hmm. cool. And then he said, wait, you're not going to like say any bad dates that we've been on, right? <laughs> but the problem mm-hmm. is me and Joe, we don't really go on many dates because we're a quarantine couple. <laughs> we only went on a few dates in the beginning and they weren't mm-hmm. bad. They were just, right. you know. Obviously, they were good because we kept talking. You wouldn't still be together if you had had a bad date, like one of my lovely dates that I have talked about. (laughs) Not not that bad. But I was remembering um, when I was in college, I started dating, like casually dating. Like we were going on multiple dates and Mm -hmm. talking Mm -hmm. this guy. And I really, really liked him. I thought he was so cute, so perfect. So we went, we went to the mall and we were outside forever 21 (laughs) and he runs into this man and Mm -hmm. the man is like, Hey, and says his name and, and it's like really, really awkward. And here me and this guy are like holding hands and Mm -hmm. I'm like waiting for him to like introduce, introduce you Mm -hmm. and it's his ex-girlfriend's dad oh they had just broken up with Uh uh-huh and then he's like awkwardly talking to the dad and then he's like oh this this is a this is melanie and i was like hi but i like didn't know who he was Mm -hmm. and then like five minutes later his ex-girlfriend comes out of the store like she was there with her dad Uh and then we're just all Four of us are standing here in this really awkward moment. And she was like, hi, what's up? And here I am like holding his hand. I felt like a horrible person. That poor girl. That poor girl. I have something very similar to that, but I'm not going to say it on the podcast because it was with my husband after we (laughs) just started dating. So I think I should filter that. We're going to just leave that alone. Oh, man. I'll keep it in my brain and let it fester, uh, <laughs> you know, for well, another time for me to ask him why he did that. To me. But anyway, we're not going to we're not sh- going to go there. <laughs> I'm sure he'd appreciate that. No. Yeah, he will appreciate <laughs> the fact that I do not bring that up on a podcast that God knows who's going to listen to. Yeah, for real. <laughs> That'd be awful. He'll be like, Jennifer. Yes. What you say? I know it's not a lie though, but anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, those are all the bad. I have more, but I'm sure I can't think of anything else right now, but that's, that's a lot. That's a lot of bad dates. That actually was a lot of bad dates. That, that's a, that was but at least none of them of were like, dates. none of them were married that we know of, you know? Well, maybe that he was, was married. I don't know. That guy <laughs> could have been married for all I know. I, I have no idea. Oh gosh. Maybe, dating? maybe, maybe that was one of his kids' mothers. I have no idea. Could have been. Dating is really the worst. Uh, yeah, it really is. Dating is hard. But I think it was harder 
back when I was younger because we didn't have like Instagram and Facebook and all the social media like sneaky spots where you can go and kind of check everybody out before you actually go on a date yeah, with them. I creep on everyone before yeah, I would go there on a is, date with them. There was no creeping unless it was a friend of somebody that you knew that you could pick their brain about. Otherwise there was, there was none of that. It's just kind of like the luck of the draw. And I dated a lot of dodos, but I did date a few, a number of good ones too. And right. Yeah. We some all. good ones got away because I was just being stupid and not interested. Right. But yeah. In the end, I feel like I ended up with the right person. Obviously. And yeah. Yeah. It was all and for I, good reason. It was. And I think, you know, it, it helped me experience life a little bit longer because, you know, when you're first in high school, you're always thinking, oh, you know, I'm going to marry this person and we're going to go start our life together in my early 20s, mid 20s. Right. And, right, yeah. you know, we'll have kids and I'll be a stay at home wife while he goes and does whatever. And my life didn't work out that way. But honestly, I think it was probably it was for the better. better. Yeah. Because I got to go and do a lot of things. I went and got to live my life a whole lot and do all kinds of stuff before I met the person that I was actually supposed to be with. And I knew it immediately, quite honestly. And even though we had like rocky things that happened that happened in every relationship, ours was definitely very rocky. Right. But yeah. in the end, we ended up with the right, the right people because I don't know anybody else that would put up with my crap like this like my husband does. Let's just be quite honest. <laughs> right. It's kind of like too good to be true. <laughs> if you really want to know the truth, I don't know anybody would, who would put up with the crap that that man puts up with from me and my occasional diarrhea of the mouth in my house. <laughs> it's more than occasional, Jennifer. I know. You do it at work too. <laughs> hey, I've gotten a lot better. <laughs> well, good. I have improved. Little victory quietly under my breath now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely thought that I was gonna like get married right out of college, mm -hmm. have a first baby mm -hmm. by 25, and yeah. everything. And here I am creeping towards 30 at 29, mm -hmm. and none of that happened. But I am very happy with where I am right yeah. now. I'm happy with my relationship. Mm -hmm. I think that I have gotten to do a lot of things. I've gone abroad, mm -hmm. stuff that I probably wouldn't have been able to do if I right. settled down so young. Plus, I also feel like as you get older, you kind of figure out and have all these dating nightmare type stories and different things that have happened. You kind of figure out what, you what are the want. qualities that you really, really want in a guy, what you don't want, and you are much faster at weeding out the bad ones from I the I think good that's ones. so true. I think that is so true. And, I mean, I, I understand that some people are high school sweethearts or college sweethearts, and they know that that's their person and everything like that. However, I do also Emma, think that you need to go experience life with your friends or your family or whatever before you go and settle down, because right. that's what makes you figure out what your per who your person is and what kind of, you know what kind of traits you want them to have and things like that. And it right. makes your, your relationship more interesting because you have more different, you know, things to share with one another because you've done things other than going to college together or going all through high school together. And that's that. 
Right. Because you have things that are outside of your relationship that make you each different, but interesting. Does that make sense? Yes. And I think that that is a lovely place to stop mm-hmm. from those words of wisdom by Jennifer. Oh, good God. Yeah. Who is I happily don't know about married that. now after having terrible dates. Yes. This I'm is sure p- I have plenty other ones too, but those were the those were the better ones I could think of as this preparing for this. <laughs> this podcast was a PSA to look for red flags. <laughs> yes. If you think it's a red flag, it 100% is. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we will do this again next week or the week after. And we hope you have a wonderful week and you enjoyed listening to this podcast. Yep. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. Well, that was fun. I know. I feel so official. Guys, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. You know how to do that. (laughs) No, but I can definitely figure it out. Fake it till you make it. Okay, only rate and review if you liked the podcast. If not, just keep it to yourself. Bye. I'm hanging up now.